Once I realized some of the, our clients are now in wheelchairs, right? That like are permanently wheelchair bound. I quickly realized that accessibility is everything, right? So we're yeah. talking about safety, accessibility, and just comfort in your own home, really. That's the goal. And in the kitchen, they create some really great pull-down shelves. And you can find it on Amazon. And there you could do it yourself if you're mm-hmm. handy enough, making sure that you buy the one that is precisely measured for that cabinet. But having a pull-down shelf to where you could easily grab your cans and your seasonings uh, will really benefit our aging loved ones. Like you don't want them to reach. You definitely don't want them to have a stepping stool anywhere mm. in that kitchen. No. And a, a lot of our aging population, from what I've noticed, they like to cook, but they're not always in the kitchen. Like, you know, it depends on each person, I guess. But as long as everything is on the lower part of the kitchen cabinets, that's where they, we want to keep it. Mm-hmm. And I think those pull down shelves are really going to give you the accessibility that they need. Welcome to Aging in Style with me, Lori Williams. I'm an optimist by nature, and I believe you can follow your dreams at any age. My grandmother's journey with dementia ignited a passion in me to work with seniors. I've spent the past 13 years learning about seniors and aging. In my mid-50s, I followed my own dream and founded my company, where I use my expertise to help seniors locate housing and resources. On this podcast, we cover all aspects of aging. Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Aging in Style. One thing that we talk a lot about on the show is keeping our seniors independent and independent at home if that's where they want to stay, which is where most seniors want to stay, or independent in their senior community, whether that's an apartment, independent living, or assisted living. And several months ago, we interviewed Sydney Hughes, the owner of Senior Proof, and she told us some great things for keeping our seniors safe. And so I wanted to have her back and this time talk about things we could do over a weekend if we want to senior proof our mom, dad, or grandparents' home. So she's back here with us today for that. So welcome, Sydney. Hi, thank you, Lori. Thank you for having me back on. Of course, you're welcome. So it's also great timing because it is March and it's Women's Month. And then there's a whole week that is Women in Construction Week. That's next week, right? The 6th through, what were the dates you said? 6th through the 13th, I believe. Okay. So what what better timing, right? (laughs) So for those listeners who maybe didn't listen to your podcast yet, which we'll have a link back to the original one, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about Senior Proof? Sure. Well, um, Senior Proof was really created out of love. Uh, My father was my first client three years ago, and uh, I know what it takes to be a caregiver. So being in construction for 15 years, I was hoping that I could find a company that I could just give my credit card to and tell them to go senior proof our home. And there wasn't really many options out there. So I really saw a gap and a necessity, right? And so living it and being a part of that um, new chapter and transition for everyone's life, because it's not just for the independent senior, it really came out of love and senior proof was it. So we are a turnkey safety proofing company for independent seniors or anyone who suffered an injury. So the small stuff from the safety proofing, the grab bars, bed rails, toilet rails, all the way up to major construction, because we are general contractors, but our niche is retrofitting homes for, again, our aging population. 
And I have just loved watching your success. I watch you on LinkedIn and just follow you to see how you are growing and you are growing just exponentially. So it's, it's a great, there is quite a need for what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. And it really is very rewarding because I always say that every client is an extension of my father. And I really do believe in that. Yeah. I love that. When people have a passion and a reason for what they do, it just, it doesn't feel like work, does it? Because you're following your passion and doing something that helps so many people. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it is a lot of pressure because we want to make sure that we give 100% customer satisfaction, but it is construction. So sometimes there are hiccups and we always make it right. And that's all that matters. And and they're safe at the end of the day. So we're really proud of the work we're doing. That's wonderful. So, okay. So someone has mom, dad at home or in a retirement community, wherever they may be, and they are starting to fall or they just want them to be safe, maybe prevent them from ever falling. What are some things that they could do in a weekend to just, you know, senior proof their home? So before we even get into the senior proofing side of things, we can't really do that without a proper safety evaluation. And we are CAP certified, so certified aging in place specialists with the National Association of Home Builders, and we follow all ADA guidelines. Now, this is years of experience and licensing and training and all that stuff. So I'm not going to bore you to death with all that, but I will (laughs) give you some insight on the safety evaluations that we perform because then you could, the listener could also perform them on a smaller scale. So the first thing that we do is always look at a high traction areas, right? We want to make sure that the entry, right? Because they can't have to get into the house, right? Master bedroom and master bathroom are really going to be our essential areas. That's going to be the high traction areas that our independent seniors usually stay in. Some of them may you know, hang out in the living room, but from what our experience proves and shows is that those three areas would be the main areas of concern. So at the doorway, we want to make sure that there is accessibility. As you know, there's a lot of wheelchairs uh, that are at least 28 to maybe up to 36 inches wide. A lot of the older homes don't have that accessibility, especially down here in South Florida. So making sure that there is either a doorway, um, if that means you have to take the doorway, door frame off, whatever it takes to get our independent senior inside the home is really what we need to do. Then once we're uh, inside the home, we want to go straight, like I said, either evaluate the area, make sure that there aren't any rugs. You know, a lot of our- <laughs> they, love, love they love their, their rugs. rugs. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> they love their rugs, but they are really, to me, a death trap. I, I, don't, I don't recommend them being there. So making sure that picking up those rugs or throws that are on the floor, moving furniture out of the way is essential to make sure that they have a clear pathway to their master bathroom or anywhere really throughout the home. You're also going to want to make sure to organize. As we age, we naturally have, we consume a lot of items. Some clients we've walked into homes that might possibly be even hoarders. You know, you want to make sure that we want to alleviate a lot of the headache and the the contents that are really in the way that could cause a trip hazard or a fall. So making sure that you organize, you declutter and move furniture out of the way is going to be the easiest safety evaluation um, that you could provide. There's also lighting. As we age, our eyes become less flexible. So we naturally, it'll be harder to look, it'll be harder to look at lights and different contrasts of, of colors. So you want to make sure that there's lighting everywhere throughout the house. If you think it's way too light, make it brighter because really it's going to help reduce the risk of falling and understanding the color contrasts are also um, a great thing to look out for. Like for instance, 
if you walk into a home that's all white, right? There's white furniture, uh, modern, everything's white. The walls are white. The, the countertops are white. It really makes it hard for the independent senior to to relate or or get a, a grasp of where they're standing. So you mm-hmm. want to make sure that there's colors on the wall to kind of make sure that they know that they're walking into the living room. Because again, our eyes will age, unfortunately. So making sure that we create that space for them would be a great fix. Creating that lighting also is as easy as going to the local store and getting those LED lights. You don't necessarily need a, a electrician to come put on can lights. I mean, ideally that would be a great option, but uh, you could always just go out and change out that bulb to that LED light bulb with the 5,000 watts. That would be an ideal scenario. If that's okay with you, let's talk about the bathroom, right? Because Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> that's where most falls happen, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, you're right. It, it is where most falls happen for our aging population. Um, and there are so many great tools out there nowadays that I want to share with you all, because I think it's really going to create a positive impact in that environment. So we can talk about fall prevention or safety without talking about grab bars, right? So grab bars, I feel I've been asked before, what do I think is the safest concept that we could have in the, in the home? And for sure, hands down, it will be grab bars. You could put grab bars anywhere, you know, but what I do want to also point out is those grab bars that they sell at your local store, that suction on the walls, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we're going to try to steer away from those. You want to be aware that the product that they're selling, I understand could serve a purpose, but however, as we age, we don't realize that that grab bar can't hold up to the 300 pounds that not that everybody is, but you want to make sure that there there's some ADA guidelines that it's probably anchored into the wall. So I've have a fear of those. I don't know if you've ever seen those, Lori. I have seen those, but those would make me nervous too, because it could easily, you know, with the suction come loose, I would think. So I, yeah, I, I like the ones that are secure into the wall. <laughs> yes. Anchored into the wall. That, mm-hmm. That's really where we're at. And I've had people call me because they've fallen from using those. So I, I really get a, a little nervous when I see those. So when, if ever you see those suction ones, I would just throw those away and get get you a licensed CAP certified uh, contractor to come in and put in your grab bars, right? Per ADA guidelines. So you're going to need at least two grab bars, one vertically for entry, um, and then one across the back, 33 to 36 inches off the floor or subfloor, making sure they're using the proper anchors are really a question that you need to ask because it's going to be hard to hit the stud sometimes. So making sure your contractor knows that they have to use the proper anchors to that hold yeah. up to 300 pounds. If you're on a budget and you can't afford a contractor to come in and you're pretty handy yourself, is this something that someone could do on their own if um, they have the right grab bars? Is this something like, can you get it at Home Depot or somewhere like that? Or Absolutely, you can. But the thing is, a lot of our showers are made out of like tile or porcelain. Yeah. Tile. So, mm-hmm. so the, the likelihood is if you don't have a professional doing them, the likelihood of you chipping that tile mm-hmm. or improperly and putting it like handymen like to say they install grab bars and they probably can, but you just want to make sure it's done right. And I always say they're, they're pretty inexpensive. They're between $30 to $60 per grab bar at your local okay. depot or Lowe's. Um, and then whatever the labor costs in, in your area. But that is going to be a very 
small investment that I think everybody should have. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have the means, there's local municipalities that I could guarantee in your area, uh, your local community, your local city halls that will have all of that, You know, whether it's low income or Medicaid, there's always some type of funding, even your local hospitals. For mm-hmm. instance, we are working with a couple of uh, major hospital systems down here, and they have a bunch of nonprofits. I didn't even know about it until we started working wow. with them. Okay, uh, good to know. Yeah, they have nonprofits. So there's always people willing out there to help. You just mm-hmm. have to do a little research. And then bed rails. Bed rails are also uh, outside of the shower area. We're going to talk about your, again, your high traction areas, which is going to be the master bedroom. And I always say, that a bed rail is going to be a great option for a couple of reasons, right? It's going to help with mobility, getting up and down off the bed, um, especially if you have mobility issues. You want to prevent the fall too in the middle of the night. In my own experience, my dad has fallen off the bed, right? And I had to pick him up and lift him off that floor. Uh, and I I knew right then and there is that he needed a bed rail. <laughs> so the bed rail that I always like is on our website um, and you guys could head over and, and check it out. There's a whole uh, community resource page. I forgot the name of it now because we manufacture our own, but you can find it on Amazon as well. It's just a little more expensive on Amazon. We want to make sure that the bed rail is anchored along the bed frame, not just the mattress, because once it's only around the mattress, um, it, it will move back and forth and mm-hmm. it will be, it's not going to be as sturdy as you'd like. And as you know, most of our aging population is on at least, what, three or four medications a day? Yeah. Just starting, right? My dad, mm-hmm. I, I think my dad was on about eight or nine by the time he passed uh, a day. So those make you really drowsy sometimes. So or dizzy. Sure, mm-hmm. Or dizzy, yeah. And especially waking up in the middle of the night to go use the bathroom or, or get a sip of water. We want to make sure that that bed rail is there to prevent the fall. Um. And, uh, you know, I also wanted to touch base uh, on a couple of things in the bedroom. There are a couple options that I wanted to, I shared with you last time that we spoke. There are some motion sensor add-ons mm-hmm. that as a contractor, we always install in our master bedroom, but that could get a little pricey. So what I found on Amazon are the motion sensor stick-on lights that you could put around the, the bed frame, which I thought was really innovative for whoever mm-hmm. created it, because you don't have the couple, you know, hundred or thousand dollars to create this whole rerun electrical. Now you could really just create these, uh, buy these for about $20 and it's a three pack on Amazon. Um, and I'll give you the link so you can add it on to, to your uh, podcast. I forgot the, the name of the manufacturer, but it, it's such a great add-on because it's going to keep you safe. It's going to light up that, it's almost going to give you like a airplane lighting. Yeah, right? taking like, you from the bed to the bathroom. <laughs> kind of giving you that, kind of giving you that view into the bathroom yeah. those attraction areas. It's it's really cool. um, a great space and it's, it's very cost-effective. So mm-hmm. I personally have had senior proof my dad's home. So it's nice to always chat about these things because Mm -hmm. I've lived it. So it's like, I love being able to provide this resource to to everyone. I also wanted to touch base on if I'm giving you too much information, please. No, you're good. You're good. These are some good 
like I'm, I'm thinking things on the weekend. So some things they'd have to get a contractor, like for the shower, that sort of thing. But for on the weekend, they could add the lighting in the bathroom. They could go through the house, check for the area rugs and the high traction areas like you're talking about, install the, the rail. You know, one thing, just kind of going back to the bathroom, what about a grab bar what do you, for the toilet area? What do you suggest? Like they have those little, like you can put it over the toilet and it has the rails. Do you suggest those kind of things or what kind of things for the for the toilet, helping them get off the um, the toilet when they have those? Mobility issues, yeah. Yes. So um, the toilet rails, there, there's so many of them, right? There's yeah. ones that screw around the door. I've seen some that actually um, hang over the toilet. Mm-hmm. Like they're not even, they're not even connected. They almost look yeah. like a hospital. Yeah. yeah. So those, those are a little scary to me. You want to make sure yeah, that they're attached directly to the mm-hmm. toilet frame or a better option would also be the drop downs that come off, come off the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, they usually have those at the hospitals as well, because those are going to be anchored and they're going to hold on a little to a little more weight, but okay. the ones that you find online, uh, making sure that they're um, ADA recommended or mm-hmm. making sure they, that they hold up to 300 pounds, that would really be a great search and find on Amazon. You just don't want to go with any regular toilet rail because it will help. It will help with the mobility issues. Um, and then also including a riser, those mm-hmm. toilets, especially in those older homes, are very short. I feel like yeah. some of those bathrooms, you almost feel like you're in preschool again, <laughs> you know, but mm-hmm. I have walked into a lot of homes that have these older toilets. So now the ADA and Alcola and all these big companies, they've realized that. So now they have a uh, chair height toilets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the high toilet, if you can't get a plumber out there to take out the old and put in a new, uh, they sell risers with that. That's an attachment to the toilet to the toilet mm-hmm. frame for the mm-hmm. toilet bars. And then they give you about three or four inches um, of height, which is great too, because you don't yeah. want to have to squat down all the way. And many seniors can't, and then they can't get back up. So I have, when I've been in homes, I see a lot of the risers, the ones that are connected to the rails. I guess it just sort of like sits over the toilet yes. basically. Uh-huh. And then it, then they have the rails to help them get up as well. So yeah. that's an easy fix for the weekend if you're if you're needing to do something. Yeah, like you said, make sure whatever you get, it's ADA compliant. Yeah, and a lot of people, I've even seen a toothbrush that says that was ADA compliant, which I thought was funny. A but, toothbrush? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I thought, I feel, I feel like some people just put the word ADA on it, but making yeah. sure that it really holds more important than ADA, because ADA, obviously, it was created for commercial use more than mm-hmm. residential. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you want to just want to be sensitive to making sure the weight limit and the capacity and making sure that it's framed proper, uh, sturdy, I'm sorry, insula- installed directly into the frame mm-hmm. would be the best bet. So through 300 pounds, maximum weight, and then also making sure that it's uh, screwed down into the toilet frame, that would be your okay. best bet. Okay. I feel like people, a lot of the product companies, what I've noticed is that they throw it on everything. So just making sure that the specs are right. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. And then while you're in the, in the bathroom, it's a very cold environment, especially when you're wet. And as you age, you just become a little colder. So making sure that the shower glass door is properly working, that curbless, even curbless showers that we create a lot of the time, I always suggest a panel. You want to make sure that, that there's a shower glass door or shower door. It doesn't have to be glass, but a shower door is there for them to use the shower because uh, it will help reduce the heat from going out and they're just going to be very cold. And Mm -hmm. as a caregiver, you also need, you also need them to be comfortable, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
And then when they get out of the shower, I always suggest uh, they always, every time I mention someone's rug in the bathroom, they're like, my feet are cold. I might slip socks. Those little, uh, the socks with the grippers on the the bottom Uh are really a lifesaver. And there's no excuse after that. You're going to have to wear the socks, whether you like, you know, or the slippers Mm -hmm. or something with the the anti-slip grip. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What about shower chairs? Are there any that you recommend over others? Yes, there's a swivel chair that Broward Medical Supply always uses. I could get you the link of it. It's a 360 swivel chair, and then at every 90 degrees, it stopped for the caregiver, which oh, I thought that's was really cool. Neat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that link as well. Okay, so we've got bathroom covered, bedroom, and then kitchen. What do you think in the kitchen? Anything we can do to keep it safe? Yes, so kitchen is another area where I've noticed our aging loved ones have just a lot of pots and pans and clutter, right? So making sure we go shelf by shelf to make sure that only the necessities are there. You don't need Mm -hmm. all that extra stuff to confuse them, right? It's just confusing to me when I used to walk into my dad's house, he'd have a dozen pots and pans. You're not even using all of them. Let's let's really just organize, declutter and light up that area. Mm -hmm. Once I realized some of our clients are now in wheelchairs, right? That like are permanently wheelchair bound. I quickly realized that accessibility is everything, right? So we're yeah. talking about safety, accessibility, and just comfort in your own home, really. That's the goal. And in the kitchen, they create some really great pull-down shelves and you can find it on Amazon and there you could do it yourself if you're mm-hmm. handy enough, making sure that you buy the one that is precisely measured for that cabinet, but having a pull-down shelf to where uh, you can easily grab your cans and your seasonings uh, will really benefit our aging loved ones. Like you don't want them to reach. You definitely don't want them to have a stepping stool anywhere mm. in that kitchen. No. Making sure if you see a ladder, you throw that out or you find another location for it. And a, a lot of our aging population, from what I've noticed, they like to cook, but they're not always in the kitchen. Like they always, mm-hmm. you know, it depends on each person, I guess. But as long as everything is on the lower part of the kitchen cabinets. That's where they, we want to keep it very low. You don't want them to be, need to stretch very high. Mm-hmm. And I think those pull down shelves are really going to give you the accessibility that they need. Um, so maybe, you know, on a weekend, go through their kitchen, help them reorganize it, put the things that they, they actually do use on a daily basis down right. lower. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I would say, um, because this just came up last week, a gentleman went in to clean out his mom's pantry and there were things from like 2009 in her pantry. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe spend some time on a weekend cleaning out the pantry and making sure there aren't expired items in there that they may inadvertently use. Because you know what? I think a lot of it is the expiration dates are so tiny. I have trouble seeing them. You're trying to find readers to take a look at it. And so they just don't, don't notice that it's expired. Yeah. Part of the decluttering and organizing process is making sure that there's A, do you need it? B, is it expired? And C, is it rotten, right? Because we walked into a lot of houses <laughs> that, that you could just tell they've got rotten food. They, you know, mm-hmm. they're just, they, don't, they can't see, like you said, yeah. you know, it, it's hard to see. And the freezer, believe it or not, we, we found things that have been, you know, it feels like centuries old, but yeah. it, oh my gosh. you want to make sure you tackle the fridge, the freezer, everything, declutter and reorganize everything. Make sure accessibility mm-hmm. that the, their favorite items, their favorite cereals, their favorite seasonings, everything is easy at, at, at reach. 
And there's even um, grabbers, right? We, we use grabbers all the time here. Oh, I love grabbers. Our, yeah. <laughs> grabbers, our grabbers are our promotional item, one of our promotional uh-huh. items. Here. And they sell like, we give them away, but they take yeah. them like hotcakes. And I, I would remember thinking, I'm like, if my dad just had a grabber in the kitchen to grab this or grab mm-hmm. that, um, that would also be um, a lifesaver. But we, we never got yeah. that far. Him, but you yeah. know, they're great if you're short because I'm only 5'2", and so I have a grabber, and I use it all the time. <laughs> yes, yes, you can use it in any area of the house. Yeah, you can. So making sure that not only are you organizing the kitchen, but like the living room, the armoires, the, the making sure that uh, their their space is intentional, right? Mm-hmm. Making sure that, that they don't have four or five tubes of toothpaste just sitting there, just really cleaning up the, the area and... Um, assisting them, especially if you're just there for the weekend, clean up the space because I could guarantee you it's a little dusty mm-hmm. They pre- or get somebody in there to help clean, or maybe they have the resources, you know, have a cleaning lady come in once a month and kind of do that deep clean the showers and really just help maintain because um, as you know, as we age, our mobility is not the same. And to get on your knees and start scrubbing a shower mm-hmm. is not easy for anyone. So yeah. Uh, uh, making sure that you organize, you declutter, and you clean the space for them would hands down be a great option for them. Mm-hmm. And all things that you could easily do in a weekend. Yes. And and storage, packing away, you know, just creating the space that they're ha- happy in, you know, mm-hmm. because we, we want to prevent the fall, but more importantly, they need to be comfortable in their own home. Right? Yeah. We want to come in and just shake up, shake up things. Because when I did it personally for my father, I got a lot of heartache for it. You know, he didn't like me moving things around. Like it it takes a lot of uh, psychological warfare to just like, you know, change and imagine just you being in your own home and somebody coming in and saying, no, we're moving this. It's got to be done in phases. It can't Mm -hmm. just be done. Like the safety aspect for sure could be done in a weekend, but like the decluttering, the Mm -hmm. throwing things away, things that are might be sentimental to them. It takes, it takes a while. It's a process. And it may be something, you know, you have a conversation beforehand and, you know, with love and respect that, you know, Hey, I want to make sure you're safe. Can I come in this weekend? I'd love to come over and help you find ways to be safer in your home. And I, you know, talked to someone or listened to a podcast and they gave these great tips. So why don't we try this? And maybe it is in phases, like you do bring in a couple of things to help them with safety. And then, hey, you know, while I, while we were here, I kind of noticed there's a lot of clutter. Can I come back and help you with this? And And just making it be respectful is what I would say, right? Absolutely. And let's not forget about that, right? Because we mm-hmm. could... When, especially when, for in my case, I could only speak for myself, is that when we are caregiving, and especially if something unexpected just happened to your loved one, you are running on pure adrenaline, right? Mm-hmm. You are trying to balance your own family, your own career, and the emotional toll it's taking on you to see your aging loved one hurt or recovering from a fall. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you have to be mindful of their space. It's still mm-hmm. their space, but we want to make sure that, as you said, do it with loving and, and a caring heart. You, you'll always, if you're doing it with good intention, th- there should be no pullback, but absolutely. And, and, you know, if you had those conversations that, I mean, that's the number one call that I have. And I think it's the number one thing that happens with seniors that causes a hospitalization is a fall. And so I think if you're like, you know, mom, dad, I love you. I don't want you to fall. And it is after age 65, your chance of falling goes up. So it's like, let's just do these things that are going to keep you safe and keep you from falling. 
And you hit the nail on the head. It's being proactive instead of reactive to the mm-hmm. fall, right? That's really where um, the education and teaching people about ADA guidelines and CAP is that you, you want to create a safe space regardless of where you're at. Even when you're traveling, you still want to make sure that mm-hmm. there's a safe space for them. Absolutely. And and also just, you know, I realize no matter our age, we think in our minds, a lot of times we think we're still young and can do whatever, even though maybe our body is older on the outside. But I just had a gentleman this week who wanted to change a light bulb and he got a folding chair out and got up on the folding chair and he's 86 and fell and hit his back. He fractured his vertebrae. So that's something I want to kind of get that message out that please don't do that. Don't get on a step stool because what happens as we're older, our balance isn't what it used to be and our strength is not what it used to be. And definitely don't ever get on a folding chair. I mean, (laughs) that's just asking for trouble no matter what your age is. But I do want to get that message out because that was just, I mean, this man was independent and doing fine. Now he has a fractured vertebrae. They don't know how well he'll be able to walk in the future, but the falls can be a game changer for you. And that's why I wanted to do this show today. And, you know, we talk about falls a lot, but we want to talk about staying safe in your home. Yeah, there aren't any amount of lighting or grab bars that could prevent that from happening, right? Exactly. That's right. You you have to make sure that that conversation happens. And that weekend, that is going to be probably... We should have just started with that, right? Exactly. (laughs) Let's start with sitting down and having that conversation that there's going to be some guidelines here. And these are going to be some expectations that we have. We're not going to do this. We're not going to go on folding chairs. We're not going to reach for things that are too high for you. And it's a hard conversation to have. But like you said, it's a necessity. It definitely is. And when you have those conversations, especially I know dads are kind of like macho still, and they're like, I can do this myself. But if you know, if you are close by and you can say, dad, just let me know. I'll come and check your light bulbs. Anytime I'm there, I'll change the light bulb. You don't have to worry about climbing up and um, you know, on a ladder or on a chair or whatever. I just want you to be safe and not get hurt. Um, but I think those are all good conversations to have too. Yeah, that weekend is going to be a long weekend. It is. They're going to work. It's going to be such a great, um, it's going to be such a great environment and and for everyone, because now Mm -hmm. that caregiver is also going to go home and sleep better at night, knowing that their Mm -hmm. house is senior proofed, you know, or that they've decluttered and they've moved all that furniture away and created Mm -hmm. this clear pathway for them. You know, they're also going to feel really, really great about themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they're going to know, you know, you did everything you could to keep them safe. You've had the conversations in an open and respectful way with them. So, you know, that's that's all you can do, really. All you could do. Yeah. That's all you could do. So, any other tips you can think of, or you think we've got a we've got a full weekend for people covered now? <laughs> I mean, I, I think we're going to fall into two weekends at this rate if I give money more. <laughs> Uh, but I will uh, also send you um, a couple of links to being safe at home, the Rustoleum link, the anti-slip guard for yeah. the bathrooms, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you could also find all that in the, the last podcast that we did. And on our website at seniorproofinc.com, they are community resource page. There's full of um, 
questions, not only for the independent senior, but for the caregiver, right? Like what's a medical power of attorney? How do we prevent the fall? Um, all this information that we went over today, you could find it there as well. So it's, we want to create a resource for not only South Florida, we are expanding Florida, mm-hmm. thank God. But um, hopefully when we get, one day we'll get to Texas. And I hope, I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> but the, the, the truth is I want everyone to benefit from these resources because as a caregiver, like I said, I've lived it. I know what mm-hmm. it takes to be a caregiver. So my favorite phone calls are usually the adult child's about to go crazy and not know what to do. And we guide them through it. And, and, and that's what you're doing also mm-hmm. in Texas on a bigger scale, you know, you're, you're really helping the community. So thank you again for having me. And then just being a friend of mine, I mean, I'm so proud of you and, and And I'm so proud of you (laughs) proud of each other, but we're here to be a resource. So whatever you need, we're here to help. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much for being on the show again, Sydney. I appreciate it so much. And we'll send me all your links. We'll make sure we have it um, with the podcast. And then also put it on my website too, which is lauriewilliams-seniorservices.com. Appreciate having you on and we'll talk to you all next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. 